When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What makes for a great vacation? Depends on who you ask. Are you looking to get away or bring everyone together? Do you want to get outside and play or see a play at the plate? Fortunately, however you operate, I'm the destination you've been looking for. The name's Missouri, but you can call me Mo. And I have just one question. What's your M.O.? To find your M.O., tap now. Or for information on safe travel, come see me at visitmo.com. It's time for another one of our weekend preview previews here on the Blue Room. Everton in action against Fulham at Goodison Park on Sunday. Looking to continue the good form after that remarkable 5-4 win over Tottenham in the FA Cup. It was Dave who took over hosting duties this week on the weekend preview over on the Blue Room Extra. He had about a 40-minute conversation uh, with his BBC colleague and host of the Fulhamish podcast, Sammy James, all about what's been going on at Craven Cottage this season. Um, interesting team, Fulham, aren't they? They've impressed a lot of times, uh, but maybe haven't got the results that the performances deserve. Uh, probably including that game at Craven Cottage as well here in the campaign where, where Fulham were really good in the second half against Everton. But Dave had a really interesting chat with Sammy. Um, if you want to hear this in full, like I said, it's about 40 minutes long. Come and join us on Patreon. Why wouldn't you want to come and join us on Patreon on the Blue Room Extra at the moment? With Everton in the FA Cup quarterfinals, three points off the top four. And there's no reason why you don't want as much content as possible. That is patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. If you want access to this show in full and lots of other shows. But here's a segment from the interview Dave did with Sammy anyway, uh, where Sammy has a chat about Adam Luckman, obviously former Everton player who's been doing really well at Craven Cottage this season. So it's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra if you want to hear a little bit more from us. Hopefully we'll see you over there. In the meantime, enjoy this clip of Dave and Sammy. Talk to me about Adam Oluf and Sammy because, like I said before, uh, massive regret. His time at Everton absolutely stunk simply because of the mismanagement of him and a lot of other of our younger players. I think I think in future years there'll be there'll be a real sort of sad indictment of where Everton were at in terms of their academy, which has got a proud history of bringing young players through. And when Luckman broke onto the scene um, well, 2016, it was almost five years ago now, when he scores against Manchester City on his debut. Um, and a lot of people will say, similar to Tom Davis, that that happened too soon for him. That sort of moment he wasn't ready for and he didn't kick on after that. I completely disagree because you look at the management we've had with Luckman at the club, it was Ronald Koeman, um, then it was Sam Allardyce, infamously, who decried the lad for going on loan to Germany um, mm. with with Leipzig. Um, was it Leipzig? It was like Le- yeah, no, yeah, Leipzig. yeah. It was Leipzig, yeah. Um, 
rather than taking up a loan option at Derby. And um, I think I think Big Sam with his uh, his British ideologies didn't want yeah. anybody leaving the country. B- Big Sam, possibly... Brexit, never. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, he didn't want anyone leaving the country uh, under under his charge, and uh, certainly not for another country in the EU to benefit. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, he, he went missing for a bit, but his first spell at Leipzig, he was exhilarating. He was brilliant, and then we all thought he'd come back and. And get that real chance, and then it didn't happen under Marco Silva. Um, I mean, he, he did he did earn us a, a well earned draw at a, at Anfield as well. Lookman, he come on off the bench, he was brilliant. And the, the the thing with the lad, I mean, I understand people when they talk about his arrogance or there's a there's a swagger about him. And, and again, I think it was thrown up a lot by Everton fans when he missed that penalty at West Ham. But you know, put yourself in a kid's shoes when you when you what nineteen to twenty odd. I mean, my head was all over the place. I mean, you, you, you label that on a footballer who's in the public eye. I mm-hmm. guess what I'm trying to say is, when you're young, people, you've got. I think people have got an excuse, a good excuse, because there's, there's a lack of maturity there. And with, with Luckman, he's got all the talent in the world. And what I've seen with Fulham is that that maturity again, West Ham aside, has really come to the fore. And and he's been most games that I've watched, your best player and. Um, and, and I don't mean that in a demeaning sense that everybody else isn't any good, but he's actually shown and you could see him. You could see that potential really rising to the top. And you look at him and think, this guy should be playing at the top level. Yeah, he's been exceptional since he came in. He was such an underwhelming signing when we got him. I don't know why. I don't know if it was the timing of it. It was towards the end of the window. But we all just went, really? I think we were thinking, why do we need another winger? And now we're looking at this season going, thank God we signed Adam Mona-Nookman. I don't don't know why we were so underwhelmed. Maybe just because we thought, oh, he was that bit part player at Everton that didn't do a lot. And he really burst onto the scene. That goal against Sheffield United he scored was, was amazing and really just was a statement like, Hello, Premier League. I'm back. Um, the, the West Ham penalty has been much debated, but actually, I think it maybe is. It, it hasn't helped Fulham because it cost us a point, and, and I'm sure that point would be very, very valuable right now. But I think it maybe refocused Adamola to think, okay. You came in, you started well, but you are not invincible. You need to keep on working hard, keep your head down, and do not let the side of you, which clearly is there lurking in the background where you can get flashy and arrogant and think you're above your station, I think it grounded him massively. Like, look, you're in a relegation battle here. There's no place for egos and there's certainly no place for Penenkas in the 90th minute. And since then, he, he's been really, really impressive. And the only thing that is missing from his game um, sometimes is, is just the lack of a... A finishing, a, a, a finish, or or an assist. Sometimes mm. he doesn't just quite make the right decisions. He's looked a bit leggy as well in the la- in the last few weeks. He's looked like one of the players that really needs a rest, and that he's a bit burnt out. And and also, sadly for him, teams have worked out that he's by far and away our most dangerous player, and are marking him out the game. In some games, he literally has three men on him, which, if he's smart, can mean he can play others into the game, but. Sometimes his temptation to try and beat those three men gets the better of him and then he loses the ball and our attacks break down. So he does need to learn how to cope with being that player on the pitch that gets marked by three men. It happens to all the great players. Look, Messi 
and all of those, not comparing him to Lionel Messi, but just in no, terms of, course, of being the best. He's a flair player, isn't he? He's a flair player like that. You need to learn how to deal with three players kicking you. And he ha- maybe hasn't quite learned how to be that player yet. But he will in time. And I really hope it's at Fulham. Like, I, I saw a report. It, it was... Um, in a red top that shall not be named on this podcast for sure, mm. but um, that Fulham, you know, it's it's only 15 million to sign in permanently. If Fulham stay up, that's got to be job numero uno for Tony Khan is to spend that 15 million to get him permanently because that would be an exceptional bit of business if that's all it's going to cost. Confessions from Pitch and Forge. I'm not scared of heights, but that 200 foot drop at Mountain Monster, wow! I screamed so loud, my wife hasn't looked at me the same way since. This year, my siblings and I surprised our mom at Dollywood for her 70th. Seeing all her kids and grandkids together was really special. I think we'll all remember this trip. Confessions from Pigeon Forge. Visit mypigeonforge.com to plan your trip today. Sports Social Podcast Network.